Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coaches Cup. I'm Sonia Green from SoniaGreenCoaching.com. And I am Judith Fender. I'm one of the coaches over at the No BS Weight Loss Program. All right. And today we are talking about fear, <laughs> which is, it's, it's a little bit funny because um, when we started talking about planning February, we were like, we're going to do this love stuff. And then somehow or another, we jumped right into fear. What? <laughs> Wait a minute, back up. What did happen there? How did we end up? What I, am, I am not sure we derailed somewhere. <laughs> I was but okay. I, I think this topic really is going to be important for self-love mm -hmm. because facing your fear mm -hmm. is a very loving task. So we'll talk about that. We promise, folks, we will bring this back around to love before it's over. I can't wait. <laughs> Mental gymnastics. <laughs> so we're going to start with a definition of fear um, because, you know, emotions are sometimes hard to, to pin down. So we're going to start with kind of a, a definition. And um, the definition of fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that you are in danger or likely to be to to be in pain. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's caused from a belief. Want to talk about that, Judith? Well, the belief would be that you are, like you just said, a belief is a thought. Mm -hmm. Just so we come back. So it's thinking that something is going to go wrong, that you're going to be harmed, or that, you know, the, the, the problem is, is that, again, we have the, um, the human brain in a modern world. We have the caveman brain in the modern world that there are no real fears in our life, in our current modern day world. Like there of course is like driving your car, you know, the fear of being in an accident or being hit by a train. Of course you want to have the fear, but, um, in general, like you and I were talking earlier, what was your question, Sonia? What's, the, yeah, why, why, <clears throat> I'm sorry, you're gonna have to go ahead. But why are, why does fear affect us today? Hmm. It's the fear of the fear of the fear of the fear, right? Yeah. And the story we tell ourselves that, you know, the anticipation of the event is actually worse than the event, the event itself, because we all know you're not, we're not going to die when we get on the stage to speak. We all know with our rational brain, with our good thinking, like there, you know, you will not, you will actually not get up there and die, but your brain is telling you before you get on the stage and you create this fear and the story feels like death. Who's yes. been there? <laughs> yes. I, I will raise my hand twice. Um, yeah. And you know, one of the things at one point fear did serve a purpose. You know, there was a time when there were more threats in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when you could step out of your, whatever your dwelling was, whether it was a cave or, or whatever, and, you know, you could encounter either some kind of enemy or some kind of, uh, of animal, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Now, when I step out of my house, the, the most dangerous thing I might encounter would be a wild turkey out in the front. Yard. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> or in, in my case, maybe yours too, a wild turkey or 50. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a stampede of wild turkey. Yes. That's yeah. possible. But, you know, so, so today we have moved the fear element is still in our bodies and it exists for a good purpose to you know, it causes that, that fight or flight response. Mm-hmm. Um, but now most of the time when we have it, like you mentioned, it's not, it's not a legitimate fear. Mm-hmm. And, and I say that having experienced some pretty, they felt pretty legitimate in the moment, mm-hmm. but um, it's, it's not a real life or death situation for us most of the time. Correct. So we misplace that fear onto things that are really just more out of our comfort zones. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem with that can be the panic. Oh, yeah. I, well, I was going to say there was this part that fight, flight, or freeze. Yes. And that freeze <laughs> element, <laughs> like, I, I wanted to be sure we put that in there because that's the element of I consider with anxiety mm-hmm. that I, I've experienced the freeze element from just yes. profound anxiety. Yes. Which... So I'm, I'm going to tell a funny story on myself mm-hmm. about that. It's, it's kind of a, a, a flight and freeze element. So I, I am terrified of snakes. It's mm-hmm. really one of the only you know, fears of natural beings that I can, I can think of, you know, I could be in a room of spiders or mice or whatever, but I just, I despise snakes. And we were, we had bought a house and it had an old building full of old furniture Mm -hmm. in it. And uh, it was when our, our son was, was still a baby. So he was on a blanket in the yard And we were all, as a family, moving all of this furniture, trying to get it all out of the building to see what we had, what we wanted to keep. And and so we, uh, I picked up this old rocker and I carried it out and I set it down. And when I did, I don't even know how I saw it, but suddenly I knew there was a snake up under that cushion of the chair. And when, when I set it down and backed away from it, I saw it drop into the grass and I don't, I don't remember anything I said. I did get out the word snake and remember my family's all around me. The baby is on a blanket and I am running in place, running in place, screaming out loud, get the baby, get the baby, get the baby. And they all are just cracking up. Like they, they are just watching me because I don't lose my cool ever. Mm -hmm. I'm always in control, but in that moment, you know, and, and they all thought I was telling them to get the baby. That's not what I was doing. I was trying to engage with my brain for Mm -hmm. me to go over and pick up the baby so that the snake (laughs) get to the baby and but my feet wouldn't, uh, wouldn't move other than running in place. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's what fear Mm -hmm. and panic Mm -hmm. can do to us. 
Mm-hmm. And when it's something like, you know, not a real fear, because a snake is a legitimate fear. <laughs> but when we apply that to something like public speaking or, you know, going for a degree or going for a job, mm-hmm then yeah, we sit there and run in place and try to engage our brain with our body. But it's just not working. We're just running in place. Right, right. Wow, that's such a good story too, like that running in place, Sonia. I may have to, may have to borrow that one day. Oh, my family still teases me mercilessly. Like I think, I think that it was my gift to them because they've never seen me fall apart <laughs> They didn't know I had it in me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. I'm trying to, you know, I, I don't know what to contribute. You know, we were talking earlier about what fear and, you know, my fear was similar. We had talked about public speaking, new job. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be experiencing on some level, you know, that's the, the underlying fear of course is failure. Absolutely the bottom line. Um, but my good brain knows, of course, you know, the the worst thing I'm going to experience is the emotion and it's okay. And we were talking about, you know, allowing the fear to be there and to walk towards the fear. And what that looks like is like welcoming it. It sounds, sounds crazy, but like knowing that this is how you're going to grow. This is how you make steps forward by embracing, knowing it's coming and being that, um, I want to say run two models, right? This is where Brooke talks about the, um, you know, allowing fear and peace. Yeah. Right. Like they come together, like there's fear is going to be there, but there's peace in knowing that you are going to be present for yourself. You're really not in danger. This is just a feeling that is happening because of your, your primitive brain is thinks there's something, something has gone wrong. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And so, yeah, having, having those two feelings at once, it really is possible to be at peace with knowing Mm -hmm. that this is going to be a scary experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is a a good moment, I think, to bring up the concept of courage Mm. Mm -hmm. because so many times I think, um, we think that courage is the opposite of fear, but courage can't exist without fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so they walk hand in hand and courage is that acknowledgement that the fear is there, but we're going to move forward anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm sure this is probably a Brene Brown quote, fear, uh, courage is fear walking. Yeah. That sounds like something. I mean, you're in motion, you're moving forward, you're doing, you're allowing, you're processing, you're going through and fear is with you. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so important. So many times we try to bully ourselves out of fear. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, I've done this to myself. It's like, Sonia, this is ridiculous, right? This is ridiculous. You are acting crazy. You know what? That's not really very effective. (laughs) 
Right. Because you're dismissing your feelings. You're dismissing yourself when it feels so true. Yeah. And in life, like you, when you dismiss your feelings, when all they really need is to have, can I say it, the compassionate moment with yourself. Yes. Be very kind. Of course you're feeling fear. Yeah. Of course. This is a little scary because your habit brain thinks this and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And I, I'll literally say, say that out loud to myself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when I'm in a moment that I, I don't, I know that I don't, you know, whether it's fear, whether it's to that level uh, or whether it's just something that I don't want to do instead of having that voice in my head that, that is ready to beat me up. I'm like, you know, Sonia, it's normal. This is normal that you would feel this way. You are human. Like you said, just reassuring yourself compassionately. The, the human experience. Yeah. We are guaranteed on this earth. <laughs> and when you think of it as an experience, like there's, I like that. I like that terminology because it helps like detach me from the emotion mm -hmm. and allows myself allows myself is that right i allow myself in that moment to um see it just as that this is this is just a human experience that's gone on for thousands of years in so many brains this is not really unique it feels unique yeah <laughs> but it's not this is just my brain keeping me thinking it's keeping me alive yeah and what it does is, is it keeps us small. Mm. It can. It can. You're unchecked. If we allow it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If we don't pick up the courage along with the fear, you know, they, we need to pick them both up together. I, it's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be afraid of doing this. I'm gonna be afraid of, um, of stepping on stage in front of all these people and talking, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna do it anyway. Mm -hmm. and this is how I'm going to grow. It's a hard sell in the moment sometimes. <laughs> it is. I agree. You're I'm right there grow. with you. <laughs> I'm really good right where I'm at. I, you know, I don't need to grow. <laughs> but think about how much we miss out on when we don't accept the opportunities for growth. Right. When and we let fear win. So this is where what is it? Um, courage to capability. Yeah. When you grow and then you see your capability and then confidence comes from yes, the capability. When you, when you go through the process of, of allowing yourself to experience the fear and peace at the same time, compassion yeah, and growth forward will be the result is confidence through yeah. capable. I thought that was, yeah, I just love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think about those experiences in my life because public speaking, when I was, um, when I was in my early twenties, that was terrifying to me. Mm -hmm. And it was terrifying because I had some bad experiences. I had, um, I had a, a fellowship opportunity to do graduate study in Europe. And I, I had to have an interview with a group of businessmen. And um, 
during when I sat down, it was a huge conference table of them. So it wasn't even public, public speaking, but it was a bunch of, you know, men who I guess I felt they were judging me. Mm. Ultimately, that's where the fear came from. But Mm -hmm. they pushed a pitcher of water and an empty glass toward me and told me to pour myself a glass of water. And I was so nervous that I spilled water all over myself. Mm-hmm. I was just, and, and then, you know, it's not just fear, it's shame, it's humiliation, it's all of those feelings. And I'm sitting here with all of these men and a wet dress. I still remember <laughs> the pink dress. <laughs> and, you know, I, it took, I, I will say I didn't just have one experience like that. I just had one experience where I, where I spilled water on myself after that. I, I don't care if I was dying in the desert. I never poured water. again. Oh, I thought you were gonna say I never spoke publicly again. I'm like, no, oh. no. I, I mean, obviously now I had a student at the beginning of the semester when they were, when we were having a getting to know you session, he said, so is your husband the introvert in your family? And I was like, no, we both are. And he was like, you're an introvert. So obviously I have moved past that, Mm -hmm. but honestly, there was about a 10 year period where I didn't go after the things that I really wanted. And I I left, I stayed small. I, okay. I can so relate to this and so many levels. And what, what is resonating with me right now is when that, because you didn't meet yourself with compassion, because you had all of these incredible feelings and you were talking about going through the shame cycle and like experiencing all of that, probably relived it over and over. And we're like, absolutely. No, 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 no. That had you had compassion and then the knowledge that pain is inevitable but the suffering is optional and that's the benefit of knowing this work and knowing that pain is coming the fear is coming you will experience this the experience and the suffering is optional based on your thinking and this is where this is so empowering to know, to know the tools, which takes me even that further step about, you know, so much we hear the comparison about lifting the weights, getting your reps in the yeah. growth in the moment, lifting weights can be painful. It can suck, but in the long run, you're, you're, you're growing your muscles. Yeah. Making your life better, getting to your goals. Yes. Not living small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Absolutely. I I can't do anything except amen all of that because Mm -hmm. that, and that's what embracing fear looks like. Mm -hmm. It looks like knowing it's going to be painful, Mm -hmm. but doing it anyway, because it's going to be so worth it in the long run. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Living small does not, it just, it just doesn't do anything for us. I mean, it doesn't keep us safe. Yeah. The, we think we're safe in the cave. Yeah. Safe in the cave, which it, is what you did lonely. for 10 years, 10 years. You were safe in the cave. Yeah. Suffering. Yeah. Yeah. You probably, it you probably us- wanted to do other things. Yes. But I didn't want to experience the hurt. Which and the I- fear of the hurt was worse than the hurt. 
Yes, that, <laughs> I'm glad you said that because, you know, when we acknowledge, when we acknowledge that something is going to be painful, it's like cutting it in half. And that mm. sounds crazy. But mm. when we walk into the fear, when we don't resist it, it, it brings it down. It brings it down to a manageable level. Mm. I love that. Even just, just watching you, you know, say that, like bringing it down. Yeah. It's so true. I, it's I, not a problem. No, I've had <laughs> some experiences, you know, since we've been doing this work, there's been a few times where I have experienced a negative emotion and faced it and said, okay, I'm, I'm in for this. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to experience it. And then I'm like, is that all there is? Is that it? Right. And right. I, I don't mean to diminish it, folks. I know that there's pain out there. But but I think, Judith, what you said about the suffering being optional, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's the key to all of it. If we sit in it and beat ourselves up and relive it, mm -hmm. we are suffering and there is no need for that. Mm -hmm. Just have some compassion. It's what, it's the human experience. Mm -hmm. And it, I, I'm trying to think of this tie-in with the client I have that's, she's afraid of feeling the loneliness, right? Yeah. And trying to teach her and show her that it's really her thoughts about and what she's making it mean mm -hmm. and that the experience of loneliness is really not all that bad. Right. That this fear, this story with any emotion that we have, be it fear, loneliness, uh, joy even some people are afraid don't want to experience joy don't know how to experience joy. Don't, yeah don't know how that's one of their mm -hmm. upper limit problems but learning to master your feelings mm -hmm. and master the process expect them all to come yeah and and allow space for the experience that yeah. the stuff but the suffering where i was going was the suffering that she's enduring what it's costing her is gaining weight over drinking overeating you know yeah. the buffering things the suffering continues Yes. Yes. If you're, yeah. And, and we make that choice. All of us have been in places in our lives where we have made that choice. I'm going to buffer. I'm going to, yeah. I'm just going to make it feel better by eating or drinking or shopping or, you know, whatever, whatever your buffer of, of choice is. And it, if you would just face it, mm -hmm. you know, just take a minute and say, why am I feeling this? What's really going on? Mm. And what do I want? What, how is it keeping me from my goals? You know, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm thinking about, you know, like moving towards the pain releases suffering, right? Mm. So if we're moving towards, I think about women in childbirth, like who among us who's had a child has, you know, there's the fear What's this going to be like? Da, 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 da. Yeah. You know, but we're, we know for nine months or maybe even, I mean, for sure you, we are moving towards like, but we're also experiencing the joy, the <laughs> love, right. you know, like what, like all of these emotions that get us to that moment to, to feel the pain, mm -hmm. process it and move on. 
Yeah. And I, you know, the beauty of, of childbirth is we don't have a choice, right? <gasps> Wait, I, I remember my son and daughter are 20 months apart. And I remember getting to about month eight with my daughter and going, um, no, uh, I'm not really up for this again. I, yeah. I'm, can I, can I take a step back? And you know, you can't, you don't yeah. have that choice. Right. And of course, after, and she was all natural. She was coming in her own time. So there was no epidural. There was nothing, but you know, it didn't in the, in the end I faced it. I had a baby and I forgot it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't beat ourselves up for that pain, right? Acceptable. (laughs) We have normalized that pain. But I do remember like that, thinking that for the longest time until like I had, I had C-sections on both, but the second one I for sure was going like, um, yeah, I want the C-section because I don't know what to expect on that other one. (laughs) But yeah, it, you know, it's, it's just, if we could go, if we didn't have a choice Mm -hmm. and we could keep pushing ourselves forward past the fear, our abilities are just limitless. Yeah. And that's even mind blowing when I think about that, because I think, well, what, what do I want? What's next? Yeah. What fear do I have? And sometimes we'll fear that too. Well, where do I go now? Yeah. I'm always open to the possibilities. That's Mm -hmm. right. Willing to go there. There's no sense in panicking. You just Mm -hmm. pick up your courage, pick up your willingness to do some hard work, some more reps, Mm-hmm. Add mm-hmm. ten more pounds to your to your weights. Yeah, and get and your, get, get your uh, what was it courage capability? You got fear, courage, capability, confidence. Yeah, sandwich that in. Know that in the end, it's going to be all worth it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I look back at that experience almost thirty years ago, and. It took some time to move past it, especially after I burrowed down, you know, in my little cave and, and stayed safe for a while. There were a lot of moments where I had that shaky voice when I got up to speak. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. But honestly, at this point in my life, that is no longer. I mean, there might be a slight feeling of anxiety if I, if I go to speak before a large audience that I haven't talked to before, but it's really, it's very minor. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, we've done this. We can do this. And it's because I have collected so many wins Mm -hmm. that now I have the confidence I'm capable of this. Yeah. But you can't collect those wins. You can never get to confidence if you don't go through Mm -hmm. the fear. And even then, as, as we're saying this, I'm thinking about of, of things that I have faced, what we're not doing is also like the, to not, the brain will still offer new thoughts, even oh, after sure. you faced your fear there, you will hear the chatter that goes on then. <laughs> you just think you're scared of talking. Well, yeah. you conquer your fear and then you get to hear the chatter, what's going on in the brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can say, hey, brain. Yeah. It's all good. We've it's... got this. <laughs> what were you going to say? Oh, we'll save that after. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. So that's what we've got on fear. I, you know, the fear of failure is one of those that is crippling. And so if, if you are listening to us and you have been fearing failure, start by collecting some small wins, Mm -hmm. you know, make a list of things that you want to do. And what are some wins that you can get under your belt right away? What are some things that you can check off that list? You may have to pick up your courage to go and do it, but you can do it and say, hey, I managed this. Mm -hmm. Of course, I felt some fear, but that's okay. That was my experience. Mm -hmm. Your experience. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that experience word is really, that has grown in our culture. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and it's much more meaningful. You you hear about people who, instead of giving gifts for Christmas. Oh, I'm all about the experience. Yeah. yeah. Mexico, that's on my, I don't want things anymore. I want experiences. Yeah. Yeah. So gift yourself with the experience of feeling your fear, understanding it's just your experience. You get to have it. Mm-hmm. It's a gift you're going to give yourself mm-hmm. to becoming the person you really want to be. Mm-hmm. Love that so much. All right. Well, if you are listening to us today and you are interested in coaching, um, then you can certainly look us up. We both provide one-on-one coaching as well. Um, I through SoniaGreenCoaching.com and Judith. Um, again, I'm one of the coaches for the No BS Weight Loss Program, and right now, if you are not already a member of the program, you can um, take the free course. It's at www.nobsfreecourse.com, and you can work your way through there. That's right. Sign up for some, once you're in the tribe, sign up for some coaching. Right. All right. Well, we will see you next week when we will talk about that that feeling that goes hand in hand with uh, fear and that's being worthy. Mm, Good stuff. All right. Now I I did promise it would go to self-love and we didn't connect it back, but I hope that you've seen that. Oh yeah. Wrap it up. (laughs) Come on, Sonia. Yeah. I forgot to put my bow on top. Um, But all of this is self-love growing and losing your fear of failure is the biggest gift you can give yourself. All right. Now you, now it's wrapped up. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye.